the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Isaiah 61. I pray that you are blessed and your day is going well. This season is a season of your breakthrough. It's it's your time. It's your season. And we're believing God for the miraculous. We are believing God to usher us into places that we've not been before. We're expecting God to open up doors and um, elevate us to where we need to so we can function optimally and that we can be his hands, his feet, and his voice across the nations. Now, I hope you've been blessed by Isaiah 61, and I want to encourage you to catch up on previous um, episodes that we've aired. Um, they're, they're truly, truly packed with some great guests and um, good information, good um, scripturally balanced um, teachings and conversations that will get us to become better believers. Now, today, we're going to continue on the the theme, it's my season, it's my time, and today I want to talk about, it's my season, it's my time to be counted among the number. It's my season, it's my time to be counted among the number. Now, it's, it's important that we get invited into the room, but then it's more important for us to be invited to be seated at the table. Um, the Bible talks about the marriage supper of the Lamb in the book of Revelations, and as you follow along from the beginning where when God created uh, man and woman and he created marriage, marriage um, really is a, a shadow of um, our marriage to Christ. That's Christ being the groom and we being his bride. So um, this love story starts, you know, from from the garden and it, you know, evolves to where man fell. Man fell away from God's standards and now God had to do everything to reconcile and then to win man back and to really uh, get to us to a place in Revelations where we'll be reunited um, with Christ, with with God at the marriage supper of the Lamb. And it's important to know that God is not marrying different uh, brides. No, he's marrying just one bride, which means that uh, for us as believers, there is a place where God will get us to where we unite or we grow closer and draw closer to 
um, a unity in faith, a unity in faith that will allow us to get away some of the spots and wrinkles and all these, I I have it all, I know it all, I have the encounters, and so on and so forth. Those are those are not important at the end of the day. Um, it's about us following the desires and um, the teachings and the will of the Father. Um, that's what Jesus exemplified when he was on earth. So in order to... Uh, your walk in your season, you have to also uh, realize that it's important to be counted among those that deserve the place. The place you you des- you need to qualify yourself. You need to um, have the prerequisites to be qualified to be counted among the number. And um, I will be coming to you from the book of Judges, chapter seven. And then we'll read from verse 1 to 7. Really, um, this details how God instructed Gideon to number the people to go fight um, their enemies. And, you know, Gideon was a young man who came from the poorest of the poor. And, you know, his clan had nothing to write home about. They were written off basically as if they were non-existent and this man uh this young man was was actually hiding and he was threshing wheat in a wine press and the angel lord appeared to him and changed his destiny now in the coming weeks i'm going to be talking about um winning the battles of the mind in order to enter your due season, your time, your season, you need to win the battles of the mind. And that also has to a lot to do with self-esteem. But today, to be counted among the number, we need to understand that God has some prerequisites for us. And we need to rise up to those prerequisites in order to be counted among the number. So uh, God got ready to deliver the Israelites from the Midianites and um, God appointed and anointed Gideon. And so Gideon chapter 7 gives us um, a glimpse of um, God's modus operandi. Not that he did that multiple times, but there's a lesson or a few lessons for us to learn from this text. Um, so I read uh, from the Amplified uh, Version. Then Jeroboam, who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him rose up early and pitched beside the well of Herod, so that the host of the Midianites were on the north side of them, by the hill of Moreh in the valley. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into your hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, My own hand hath saved me. Now, therefore, go to proclaim in the ears of the people saying whosoever is fearful and afraid let him return and depart early from mount gilead and there returned of the people twenty and two thousand and there remained ten thousand i'm gonna pause here uh, for a little bit and and let's let's digest a little bit of the text here so uh gideon had his men gathered 
and ready to go to battle. Right. And God said to Gideon, look, these people are too many. Uh, I I can I can do with less. I can do the same thing with less and 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 that's because I want the glory to come back to me. I know the 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 state of mind and heart of the Israelites and they would say, Yeah, we we did it by our own might and we did it um in our own strength and God is a jealous God, so he doesn't want to share the glory, but also he wants us to duly recognize that he is able and he continues to fulfill his promises concerning the Israelites. So he 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 said, No, we get we need to cut down this number. So then he instructed Gideon, um, let whoever is fearful and afraid leave. It's important to to know that there were 22,000 people that had some fear, some hesitation, you know, and and that engulfed them. So even though they were on the battlefield or they they were being led by a competent, capable man, they were fearful. They were fearful. 22,000 left and there was left 10,000 which means that in all there were 32,000 men that got ready to fight and 22,000 left because they were fearful they were afraid see for us to drive into God's express lane and God's desire desire and design for our lives, we don't have to operate in fear. Fear has to leave. We're not saying that you're not going to have moments where you would be afraid, but when that those moments arise when those feelings and those emotions arise the spirit of god will quell those and 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 a lot of times too you would have to you may have to go through uh counseling you may have to go through um different processes to help you navigate those battles and win those battles right so fear grips you and god is saying here that The baseline expectation is that you don't need to operate in fear. Once you are fearful, you are trembling, when I'm with you, you are not fit for the battle just yet. Now, it didn't mean that they were not reconsidering the future, but at that time, that was not for them to fight that battle. That wasn't their time to take up... um, the, the sword and take up the spear and the shield and go to battle. So fear actually keeps us out of or prolongs our season. A due season is prolonged due to fear. Now, 10,000 were remaining. Verse 4, And the Lord said to Gideon, The people there are yet too many. Bring them down t- onto the water, and I will try them for thee there. So God is going to do the, the testing, right? And it shall be that of whom 
I shall say unto thee, This shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee. And of whomsoever I shall say unto thee, This shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. Verse 5. So he brought down the people unto the water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that lappeth of the water with his tongue, as a dog lappeth, he shall thou set by himself. Likewise, any, likewise, everyone that boweth down upon his knee to drink, and then the number of and the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were three hundred men. But all the rest of the people bowed down on upon their knees to drink the water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that lapped will I save you and deliver the Midianites into thy hand and let all the other people go every man unto his place. Fellow believers, extraordinary times require people to make decisions that are backed by extraordinary power and strength from God to truly manifest God's presence. These decisions are really not far-fetched from the ordinary person. And it's well within the capability of everyone. We just have to make decisions backed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible talks about fear. Fear cannot coexist with God. Fear cannot coexist with the Spirit of God. Fear cannot coexist in the heart of a believer. So when fear lingers, then there is sort of like a, a loophole. There is a, a crack somewhere that needs to be filled. We're not saying that you will not get terrified of certain things um, as you go about your daily Activities and sometimes, you know, experiences and encounters may come back and create some moments. But in those moments, God still says that I have given you the, uh, the power and the ability to overcome those emotions. I've given you the ability to be the master over how you feel and what you feel. And I'm going to teach you. I'm going to help you. Learn how to overcome. So the people that were fearful were let go. And then the second thing was that those that knelt to the, to, to the ground and drank the water, God let them go as well. Now, there is a lot that we have to unpack in this text. But We'll be going on a quick break. We'll be right back. And then we'll, we'll venture into how desperation plays a vital role in us being counted among the number. It's not about style. It's not about elegance. It's about desperation. It's not about how all put together we are sometimes, but desperate times need desperate people. 
believers to arise regardless of the optics and say that we are taking over and we are doing what we need to do in order to get the victory. We will be right back um, here on Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon Akwaka from Spirit of the Lord Church. We're out in 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota. God bless. We'll be right back. Before I knew my name, before I drew a breath, he was making ways for me. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Join the Mission Fan Club today and you could win a copy of our Book of the Month, The Power of the Holy Spirit in You, Understanding the Miraculous Power of God by Pat Robertson. Register to win at am980themission.com. Hello and welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. And before the break, we're talking about how God picked out 300 men. First, he got rid of those that were afraid or terrified, but yet in the crowd. Um, So we shouldn't always be deceived. In the crowd, there are people that um, need a lot of help, need a lot of work. And God is willing to work with everyone um, in the account of the potter God being the potter and the clay um, scripture didn't tell us in one instance that God got frustrated with the clay and threw the clay away God is always working on a, a new thing how he can remold us how he can um, rebrand us, repackage us to what and how he wants us to be. So those that left, the 22,000 that left based on fear, I believe that God had plans to repackage them. If only they were willing, if only they were willing and obedient, they would be repackaged, right? Now, then God also disqualified those that, knelt down and drank the water. And those that actually drank the water like dogs drink water were actually chosen. Hmm. That's quite interesting because you know, in these this these times it's all about presentation, which is key. It's important. It's important. I'm not gonna downplay that but not at the expense of us searching for God with a desperate heart. Sometimes getting too organized 
distracts us or detracts us from the main goal, which is to seek the Lord with all our hearts, to seek the Lord with everything that we are, and to love God with everything we are. And if you're going to, I bet you those that knelt to drink, you know, maybe spent an extra second or two before they got to the water. But those that just laid on the ground, on the floor, on the ground, and they started licking the water and lapping like dogs do, they defied all protocols. They defied what the expectations and the standards were. It doesn't mean that we always do that, but God in certain at certain times need us to be desperate for him we always have to re- recognize that our destiny is tied to decisions decisions that we make whether we feel they are major or minor are always consequential because god always desires for us to make choices but be responsible for the consequences Now, in moments that God wants to amplify desperation, he doesn't care about the optics. He doesn't care about the presentation. He doesn't care. All he cares about is that are they finding a way to get to me? In fact, the the woman with the issue of of blood i know you've heard about him many times she wasn't concerned about the optics she wasn't concerned about who who was forbidden her how she uh, felt like she she was she smelled she didn't consider those things to hold her back but she pressed she pressed she pressed she pressed ladies and gentlemen jesus has a fountain for us to drink from jesus has so much for us to drink from and when we are exposed to that fountain are we going to say that i got to put on this outfit before i go are we going to say that i got to do this and and have my stage and have everything designed to spec before i go are we going to put other things that are non-critical ahead of jumping into the river and getting immersed in that river are we going to are we going to come up with reasons excuses for why other people got there before us no i'm too weak no i'm too and sometimes yes while those are facts those are not truth because the truth is that when we are desperate when we seek god with all our hearts and with all our minds we will find him he's going to meet us He's looking for that desperate generation and he will qualify us to be counted in the number because these are desperate times. We read of rumors of wars. We read of several shootings in uh, in uh, the Twin Cities here and, and beyond. Crime and, and violence have gone up. And it's not going to slow down. I'm not prophesying any doom, but Jesus said these things and he prepared us. In 
our response as believers should be that we go in and say, God, we're desperate to see you move. We're desperate to see that you manifest yourself in spite of these increased crime, increased sense of insecurity, increased violence, increased vice. We are desperate to see your touch. We are desperate to be with you and to walk with you. We're crazy about you and all that you stand for. And so we're going to let you live out loud through us. And as we do that, we will enter into our season. We'll enter into realms and territories that God has been waiting for us to get to. Romans 8 talks about the creation moans and groans. It's awaiting the manifestation of you and I for the full manifestation of you and I. Father, fill us. Fill our hearts with a sense of desperation for you and for you alone. That we will know how to apply our hearts to wisdom and how to live in power and not in fear. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.